Hi, hello. Welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is January the 4th, 2024. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, today went very smoothly. I started off with a good night's rest, which you, if you're a longtime listener, you know that that is rare for me. Uh, so yeah, we really relished in that. Um, food corner, it was pretty ho-hum, very regular. I, uh, burgers, hot dogs, fries. So that was good. Also, I didn't mention this, but I started a new book. So that's good. Uh, This might be the book of the year for me. You know, I don't read too often, though sometimes I'll go on a tear and read this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, this book so far, it is, uh, it's the Black Company, I was, like, really in the mood for, and this, like, kicked for me ever since, like, the middle of last year. I don't know why I've wanted to read one. Maybe maybe you can blame it on Game of Thrones. But, like, I've really wanted to get into a uh, medieval, like, fantasy book. So I was like, okay, that's what we're going to look for, look into. So I did some research, and I found uh, a gritty uh medieval fantasy and so far it it is is matching it feels like just referencing game of thrones again it's like almost as if you had took like a a black watch miniseries and just made it about them and i'm like okay i kind of fuck with that but it's so funny like the the author so far is just coming up with like the craziest names like this guy's named one eye this guy's named goblin this guy's named silent and then like another guy is named croaker They just sound like characters from like Streets of Rage or something like that. But um yeah, overall it's it's interesting so far, so I'm liking that. Uh let's see here. Is there anything else to really report and talk about in my personal news? Nah, 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 nah. Um so yeah, let me go ahead and do my startup and then we can get into some news. Hell yeah. Mm. Okay, our first story comes from the Associated Press. Islamic State group claims responsibility for Iran suicide bombings, killing at least 84 people. So we have an update from last episode. The Islamic State group claimed responsibility Thursday for two suicide suicide bombings targeting a commemoration of an Iranian general slain in 2020. Uh, in a 2020 U.S. drone strike, the worst militant attack to strike Iran in decades as the wider Middle East remains on edge. So, yeah, I mean, a bit of a note that I didn't have from uh, last episode was that these were actual, like, suicide bombings. They weren't just bombs that were left. So, obviously, that's, like, a big context that, you know, definitely points in one direction or another anyway. Um, Though, I mean, it still could have been anyone. Um, But that being said, you know, obviously a group coming out and say, hey, like, look. Um, And so they they took credit for it. They also went on to say that it's like, okay, cool that Iran is, like, you know, doing all this shit, quote, unquote, from the shadows. But, you know, really they're doing all of this for their own interests. 
Um, which is kind of something I've referenced in terms of like with the Houthi rebels and things of that nature, where it's like, oh yeah, like I do believe that they're they they are passionate about this and they are using that as an angle, but also it just does benefit them to like kind of quote unquote be on the right side of history, if you will, at least in, in the sense of the conversation in terms of winning hearts and minds um, in the Middle East and. You know, this is the kind of play that they're kind of using. And essentially, ISIS is saying, like, oh, they're fake with it. We are we are real. We are so real. Um, and it's like, oh, okay, that that's good that you guys are, like, the realest ones in the room, I guess. <laughs> or whatever that's worth in this conversation. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is a big update in that. So I was like, hey, let's go ahead and cover that. Uh, the rest of this article is pretty much backstory updating and whatnot. Uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and move along. Um, from the Associated Press, Russia and Ukraine exchange hundreds of prisoners of war in biggest release so far. Russia and Ukraine on Wednesday exchanged hundreds of prisoners of war in the biggest release of captives since Russia's full-scale invasion in February of 2022. Ukrainian authorities said that 230 Ukrainian prisoners of war returned home in the first exchange in almost five months. Russia's defense ministry said that 248 Russian servicemen have been freed under the deal sponsored by the United Arab Emirates, or the UAE. Uh, some of those Ukrainians had been held since 2022. Among them were some of those who fought in milestone battles for Ukraine's Snake Island and Ukrainian in the Ukrainian city of Mariupol, two stories that we've covered and talked about. So, yeah, uh, that was a big development. Also, adding on before we move on, on Wednesday, Russia said it shot down 12 missiles fired at one of its southern regions, bordering Ukraine, as Kyiv's forces seek to embarrass the Kremlin and puncture President Vladimir Putin's argument that life is going on as normal despite the fighting. Um, there's, you know, more in this article if you wanted to read that and talk about it, but, you know, feels like we've more or less covered it, and it's not really what the main point was, which was the prisoner swap for me. So, let's move on to some state news. Good old U.S. of A. From Yahoo News. Iowa school shooting live updates. Police say student 17 killed 6th grader, wounded 5 others. A 17-year-old suspect opened fire at Perry High School in Iowa on Thursday morning, killing a 6th grade student and injuring five others, police said. The shooter, identified as Dylan Butler, was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, authorities revealed at an afternoon press conference. They also said an improvised explosive device was discovered in the school located around 40 miles northwest of Des Moines. Law enforcement officials added the suspect was armed with a pump-action shotgun and a handgun. Social media posts Butler made around the time of the shooting suggest he acted alone. Among the injured are four students and a school administrator. So yeah, I mean, sadly, this is the first big one for us this year. Um, it's very sad that we know that this is just one of many, um, you know, that this is just another day in, uh, you know, living in America. But, um, you know, that being said, obviously my, you know, thoughts, condolences go out to, you know, everyone in Des Moines right now, everyone in Iowa going through that shit. That's obviously very scary. Um, and you just never know what tomorrow is going to bring, 
you know. But that is why we try to live our best life and try to, you know, love as much as we can. I don't know. I don't want to get too weeping in the weeds. Sadly, I'm not ending this on a really good note. Um, we have one more thing to cover and, um, it's icky, it's gross. And, you know, I got to do the trigger warning, um, you know, rape, sexual assault, all that fucking shit. Trigger warning, Jeffrey Epstein. I feel like that says it all. Um, so yeah, let me take my break. Let me take my drag and then, um, yeah, we'll try to connect some dots and, and do some talking, do some discourse. (laughs) My favorite thing. I, uh. Ooh, okay. So two references I just want to use here. One's from the time, or one's from time. The biggest names from Jeffrey Epstein's unsealed court documents. And the other one's from The Guardian. Jeffrey Epstein, documents linking associates to sex, event, sex offender unsealed. Um, I'm going to be hopping to and fro on these um, just for reference. I will say, though, if you were uninitiated, if you were, like, looking for, like, a good quick rundown of just, like, Jeffrey Epstein, like, in a nutshell, read the Time article. It kind of uh, highlights some key events and things of that nature um, that are important in terms of just, like, at least in terms of Jeffrey Epstein's conviction and, and that. But, I mean, there's so much details. This is a whole fucking quagmire abyss special. Um, so, yeah, you know, bear with me. Mia culpa. I know I'm going to miss some stuff. But um, let's dig in. The names of the acquaintances and associates of wealthy financier Jeffrey Epstein, including that of former U.S. presidents and British royalty, were released on Wednesday evening in a set of documents that were part of a suit against Ghislaine Maxwell in 2015. Uh, Let's see here. Names of figures that were previously associated with Epstein, such as Prince Andrew and former presidents Donald Trump and Bill Clinton, were mentioned in court documents, but there was little information outside of what was already known to the public. Some documents had previously been released in other court cases, while Epstein's high-profile contacts have been covered intensely in the media. Now, um, a lot of names get mentioned in this, and it's important to know that all the names that are mentioned are not necessarily implicated criminally. And technically, anyone in this is not, like, there's no criminal charges coming for them, at least as of we, what we know, as, you know, the general public or whatever. I feel like you have to say that. I literally have that in, like, a highlighted portion here because, like, everyone kind of keeps saying that shit. But um, while celebrities like Bruce Willis, Cameron Diaz, Kate Blanchett, Kevin Spacey, Naomi Campbell and Leonardo DiCaprio are mentioned in the records. They have not been accused of helping Epstein in any capacity. Um, uh, Sloberg, or Joanna Sloberg, who was one of Epstein's victims, was only asked if she had met the aforementioned people, which she denied. So that's important. But there are people that she did meet. People like Bill Clinton. People like, uh, let's see, I believe Donald Trump was also in this meeting. I think they met and like, um, in a situation, but I don't think they actually, he didn't get a quote unquote massage or have sex. Um, also Michael Jackson, 
Gnome Sod as well. Um, David Copperfield, which to me was like the, 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 the name that made me go, what the fuck? David Copperfield, what the fuck? Um, now David Copperfield didn't get a massage, wasn't implicated yet again, you know, gotta say this, but the crazy shit was he was like doing magic tricks at Jeffrey Epstein's house. And like, this is how like Slowberg meets him. And I think an important thing that is important to talk about here is that like, at some point they have like an aside and he talks to her and he's like, do you know that he has, he's recruiting girls to go find other girls? Like, do you know that that's going on here? So it's like, it goes to show and you can kind of understand why there might've been people saying like, Hey, you know, you got to sit on this shit. Don't just fucking put this name out here. Cause initially when this, sh- when the, when these documents were revealed and put out to the public, they were listed as Jane Doe's and, and whatnot. So you didn't actually have the names uh, for the for privacy sake or whatever. But now that these names and stuff have been released, you know, that that is something that the public, it's like, okay, yeah, so yeah, this isn't a criminal thing, but people are going to look at a person potentially different from that. I know for me, it's like, so yeah, David Copperfield definitely fucking knew. Like, it wasn't like, a, oh, I know Jeff in like a high and by capacity. This was a, oh, I sat down with them. But there's so many motherfuckers that I feel like that's the case. Like Bill Gates, not mentioning any of these two articles, but that's a guy. Um, Stephen Hawking is mentioned in one of the articles, but not implicated in any way. I think it was almost like, I think it was emails between, um, Epstein and Maxwell, where it's almost like they wanted to like make a red herring out of Stephen Hawking because they had interactions and say like, oh, like he was a part of an orgy or something like that. I don't fucking know. But, um, yeah, I mean, these are people though, who have sat down and been in the room and interacted. Now with Bill Gates, I don't know. Maybe they did get a little, maybe, I don't know. Um, Bill Clinton, that's another one where I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know, um, as well as Donald Trump. So, I mean, these are all guys where it's like, do I know their level of involvement? No, I don't. But I know that they were, they were friends with Epstein. They were well aware of what the fuck Epstein was doing. And then at a certain point they go, oh, I should stop fucking with Epstein. But like with Clinton, it goes so deep because I mean, there's pictures of like, the Clinton's uh, daughters, uh, one of them had a wedding. And, like, Jelaine Maskwell's just all up in the pictures. She's fucking chilling. She's, like, a part of the fucking family. You see her poking her head out, like, oh, my God, what a magical time. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's your homie. Like, you can't sit there and say, oh, we didn't know this person. We didn't fuck with this person. And, like, there's there's really clips of Donald Trump going, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, he's a great guy. And then going, oh, I don't really fuck with him. We had a falling out. Like, mm, I, I guess so, buddy. Um... What, uh, Alan Dershowitz. That's another big name that's mentioned in the time thing that's important. Um, I mean, he was uh, Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer. Ultimately, he uses that as his grand excuse for when he's implicated by uh, Virginia Joffrey. Uh, he essentially is like, oh, yeah, no, I was his lawyer. So, of course, people have seen me around. They've seen me at the island. They've seen me all everywhere with Epstein because I was his lawyer. I was fighting for him. I was doing my job. I'm a professional, of course. Bro, Dershowitz is a fucking evil motherfucker. I'm sorry. Icky. What an icky guy. Um, I know that he is potentially... I know Netanyahu wants him to um, represent Israel um, in The Hague, I think, or some shit. I think Afra, I think it might be South Africa or, yeah, I think it's South Africa or something like that. They are um, actually taking Israel to task for war crimes. So, I mean, that's a big thing. I'm kind of waiting for that to fall down the pipe or whatever. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, we've talked about this. I've kind of, you know, sprinkled enough about this to say that we've we've done the coverage. 
obviously there's a ton of fucking details here and there's there's names i'm not mentioning oh oh this was on that that actually did rack me a little bit sarah kellen this is someone not important technically in the whole scheme of things not a celebrity but uh kellen epstein's former assistant was named in testimony of victims detailing their accounts with, with their encounters with epstein she was said to have helped schedule his massages with the victims um and that was you know euphemism for sexual services a judge described Kellen as a criminal responsible, a criminally responsible participant in Epstein's scheme, but Kellen was never charged and remained out of the public eye. Kellen said through a spokesperson in 2020 that she herself had been sexually uh, and phys- psychologically abused by Epstein for years. So, I mean, I believe that part totally, but at the same time, these were people that were maybe victimized by him, but then became complicit in the activity. And then accelerated said activity this is the shit that i'm saying like david copperfield knew about that kind of stuff and he's like trying to tell this girl like girl what you're doing here get the fuck out of here you, you know, girl like you doing in a place like this like that's come on magic man uh gene luke brunell that's a person we did talk about before um he killed himself he unalived um why yeah, 2022 uh for uh he was awaiting trial for rape accusations so he was just like eh, let me take the shortcut uh, actually, let me just go through some more names. Fuck it. We're already here. This is important to me. Uh, Bill Richardson, the former governor of New Mexico who died in September, was also mentioned. Joffrey said in her de- deposition that Maxwell had instructed her to give Richardson a massage. In 2019, a spokesperson for Richardson denied he ever met Joffrey, according to the Las Cruces Sun News. Lexi Wexner, which to me, I think is the like first big bank that... um. Epstein came across. I don't know exactly what solidified that relationship, what made it real, though it is so creepy and cringy to me that this man is all up in Ohio. Like, that's when I realized, like, wait a second, you're telling me one of the most evil motherfuckers and the guy who bankrolled said motherfucker, that guy came from, is, is living here? Is just chilling comfortably in, in Ohio? Do nothing hard of it all, Ohio? That's when I'm like, there's something weird. There's something so weird going on here. I know that's my little, you know, conspiratorial hat. But they, people knew that this was just the deadest fucking area to be in, and they're like, "Let's just fucking chill here." Um, but yeah, uh, Lexi, I keep saying Lexi, Leslie Wexner, the billionaire founder of L Brands, which owns Victoria's Secret uh, and Bath and Body Works, was also mentioned in Maxwell's deposition. When asked if she ever provided Joffrey with an outfit of a sexual nature to wear for Lex, Les Wexner, which is, I think that's why I say Lex a lot, um, Maxwell said categorically no. Epstein was Wexner's money manager and a trustee of the Wexner Foundation during an L Brands investor conference in 2019. Wexner called Epstein's actions abhorrent. Wexner says he cut ties with Epstein in 2007. So yeah, you'll notice that there's a common trend of like the early aughts that people were like woke up and realized like, oh, that's when I realized he was a bad guy. But that's when he got, he was starting to like get legal rounds and people were like, oh my gosh, like this, this guy, he's a bad guy. But I keep seeing him with all these cool cats. <laughs> um, let's see. Glenn Dubbin, Glenn Dubbin, uh, we can skip him. Uh, I mean, he's relevant. Alan Dershowitz, we talked about him. Uh, and last guy that they mentioned here in the Time article, Marvin Minsky, 
Computer scientist and former MIT professor Marvin Minsky was also mentioned in the documents. Joffrey said she was asked to have sex with Minsky when he went to Epstein's island in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So yeah, I mean, yet again, we are just touching a bit of something hollow here. Not even really thrusting ourselves in the whole thing. I mean, there are podcasts dedicated to this whole fucking monster and everything that he touches and has done. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just something that I can't look away from. It's something that I understand why so many people talk about this and think about this and, and it gets sensationalized for better and or worse. I mean, shit. There was the whole thing that took place this week with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. He, like, called out Aaron Rodgers, football player, lame-ass, dumb-ass motherfucker. Um, he, like, tried to, like, tie Jimmy Kimmel to this whole thing. Just, like, threw his name out there. Like, I can't wait till, till people see that this motherfucker's on the list. Because that was initially what this was kind of talked about. There was, like, some client list. And, like, this is going to be the whole thing. And, and this has happened before with um, the, um, the, the flight logs, the Lolita Express flight logs. That was the whole fucking thing. And yet again, like I said, people take this shit and they, they make a meme out of it. And I get it. I understand that. But like real shit is happening and unfolding here. Like, And I, I do think it's important to highlight the motherfuckers who actually do have ties that you can actually trace and, and talk about that shit when and where you can. Um, because, I mean, God damn it, dude. It doesn't seem like anyone's actually going to get real justice on this shit. You know what I mean? Like for Joffrey, she got a settlement. And, and and that's about it, really. You know what I mean? I think like I think one against Maxwell, one against uh, Prince Andrew or whatever the fuck. You know, the guy who said he didn't sweat. I mean, th- but none of these people are actually going to face real justice, it seems, and that's sad. But I mean, hey, I, this is where moral indignation, public outrage, does at least something. You know what I mean? Like seeing Larry David like fucking like, blow down on Alan Dershowitz at a fucking deli or whatever. I mean, that's that's all we get sometimes, you know what I mean? But those are the victories we'll fucking take, right? I don't fucking know. Um, and yeah, so you, you call it the shit when you see it. That's all you can do. Whew. All right. We did it. That's the episode. I'll call it there. Uh, if you'd like to support the effort, I do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Zan News. Uh, I shout you out at the top of the month, and I plug a project if you like. Let's see here. Free ways to hit me up, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Feel free to follow me on the socials if you'd like, either me or the podcast. And then let's see here. If you have a YouTube account, please subscribe to me. Please. It helps out a lot. Um, Likes help. Comments are great. We love to see a good comment. We love that. You know, sometimes you see a crazy comment or a little wily one. Okay. All right. All right. Cool, cool. But we love someone who's like, hey, I'm talking something. I'm saying something. It's real. We love to see that shit. Keep doing that shit. Please. Thank you. Um, But yeah, you can do that on the YouTube. You can do that on Spotify. You can do that on whatever. You can just comment and talk away. You can yap it up. Um, But yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.